When planning the road to success, there are a few steps to keep in mind. Identifying and solving the cause, facing and embracing change, goal setting, and being accountable. We'll talk about this today on Sustainable Success with Chris Salem. New and healthier habits lead to prosperity in all areas of your life and business. Now, here's your host, Chris Salem. Good afternoon or good morning wherever you are. This is Chris Salem. Hope everyone's having a great week, a prosperous week here. Uh, Everything's going well here at Sustainable Success. And again, if you're new to Sustainable Success Radio Show, you can find us on Facebook in addition to the Voice America Influencers channel. So on Facebook, we're under Sustainable Success 2017, and that's because we started our show back on May of 2017. So there you can find uh, past episodes of our many great guests that we've had on with great content that will help elevate your business and personal life to a whole new level. So feel free to check us out there as well. Make any comments, any feedback, things that we can do to improve uh, the content that will help you in your business and personal life. Uh, Today's show is being brought to you by Empowered Fathers in Action. That's the EFA movement. And this organization is a nonprofit 501c3. They're providing sustainable solutions for the father-son bonding process. So they're offering great programs to help not only the parents, in this case fathers, but also the the boys and helping them to overcome limited beliefs so that they can move forward with more higher self-confidence, a better image of themselves to become our future leaders, not only in the business world, but also at home and in their community. So they're doing some great things. We encourage you to check them out at www.efamovement.org. Today, we're going to be talking about a great topic today uh, about how to be a successful entrepreneur, but not just an entrepreneur, but also an author. How to be a successful entrepreneur and an author. What is the difference? Well, we're going to find out today and why you, if you are an entrepreneur or a go-to expert in your field, why you should be looking at becoming an author to elevate your business to a whole new level. Our guest today is going to be Mitchell Levy, and I personally know Mitchell. He's a great guy. We're part of the Evolutionary Business Council, and he's going to offer a wealth of knowledge today. Before I formally introduce him, uh, Mitchell is what was known as the AHA guy, and that's at AHA that.com, A-H-A, that.com, and he empowers experts, thought leaders, and businesses to share their genius. His superpower is extracting the genius from your head into a two-hour interview so that his team can ghostwrite your book and make you an Amazon best-selling author. He's an accomplished entrepreneur, has created uh, 20 businesses in Silicon Valley, including four publishing companies that have published over 800 books. Mitchell is a TEDx speaker, international best-selling author with 60 business books. He provided strategic consulting to over 100 companies, has advised over 500 CEOs on critical business issues, and has been the chairman of the board of a NASDAQ-listed company. In addition to these accomplishments, he has been happily married for 29 years and regularly spends four weeks annually in a European country with his family and friends. And I know I saw that on Facebook over that month. I believe it was in July, but we'll let we'll let Mitchell tell the story. Without further ado, we'd like to uh, introduce Mitchell Levy to the show. Mitchell, how are you doing today? 
<laughs> Chris, I'm doing great. Thanks. Thanks so much for having me. Great to be here with you. Absolutely. Uh, and, you know, I haven't, we, you know, last time we, you and I were together was in March out in San Diego, but it feels like yesterday. And I know uh, you had a wonderful trip, I guess, not too recent, over about a month or two ago. You were over in Scotland, and uh, I remember seeing the photos. So that, that's wonderful that each and every year you and your wife get to go enjoy a four-week uh, getaway in some European country. Now, it, so it, it's amazing, and, and actually it turns out that that's really my, uh, one of my annual gifts for her, and it just happens to, to uh, fall on her anniversary. But as an entrepreneur, oh. here's where it's really fascinating. So one of the things that happens during a four-week period, so first of all, if you're an entrepreneur, if you have people working for you, technically you should be able to walk away. You want to build your business so that it runs when you're not actually in your business. And so when I go away for four weeks, that's a great time for me to test that. The other thing that happens is that we, we as entrepreneurs, I, I think the entire society, at least American society and culture, at the end of the year, Christmas time, we're thinking about our business. We are putting our plans together for the following year. Um, what I do in this break, which is typically summertime, is I take a look at the businesses I have and I figure out, well, what, what businesses do I need to get to, to basically jettison because it's not in line with what I'm doing? What do I need to do differently? And so it's a great step because I'm not day-to-day. And so I step back to see if my team can actually do what they're supposed to do without me there. And I look at myself and figure out what I should be doing when I get back. So it, it, it's, a, it's, a, it's a win-win-win. We have friends and family visit. Um, it's, it's the joy of, uh, my, my wife actually adores it. I absolutely adore it. And, uh, but also from the business side, it, it always generates more results, either in accidental business I stumble into or the change in my business when I get back. And that makes sense. I mean, that's the thing about a life of an entrepreneur, right? We, we want to be able to build a, a platform with systems and automation where applicable, where, you know, the business works for us, you know, we're not working in the business. So, I mean, that's the ultimate dream and goal of any entrepreneur. Talk a little bit about that because, you know, before we get into the author standpoint, because that's where we're going to spend a more majority of time on that, but talk a little bit about that process, you know, that, you know, people that are listening right now and those that will be listening later, because we also have the on-demand version uh, that, you know, might be, you know, they're, they're building their businesses, but they feel like, hey, I'm just, I'm in the business. I'm constantly working. I'm working. I'm working. What could they do differently to get the businesses to work for them, so to speak? Well, first, let me give you a big picture. And, and a big picture when, when you're an entrepreneur and you're just starting your business, or let's say it's less than 100000 in revenue, there are three things you can do. You can prospect for new business, you could satisfy existing customers, and you can build product for tomorrow. That's it. Those are the three things you can do. So when you start getting over six figures, or in some businesses when, you get, when, you, when you're reaching that area, you have to start a fourth thing, which is managing and building up your team. Right? So that's really it. There are four things you could do when you've got a business at six figures. You know, it's, it's prospecting for new business. And by the way, if you don't think as a CEO that you're not the prime rainmaker for your business, you're not the entrepreneur that you think you are. 
So that's the first thing you have to do is build, build new business, continually bring in new business. Second um, is build product for tomorrow because what works today needs to be modified for tomorrow. Third is you still have an aspect of satisfying your, your existing customers. And fourth is building and encouraging and making your team be able to do their own thing. And so I think what you are getting at is simply putting the systems and processes in place so that when you're not there to say, hey, move this, uh, move this part from over here or move this process from over here to over there, when you're not there to say that, that your system still runs. And so uh, for us, one of the things we have, we, every process we have is documented, every process uh, we're using essentially Google Forms to store all our processes. Whenever we give any, any of our contractors something to do, we reference training materials, videos, and a Google Form uh, that actually says, here's a process that you use to solve this. And when I'm not around, all of those processes, the primary thing that doesn't happen when I'm not in town is, is the rainmaking stuff, because I'm the primary rainmaker for my firm. So that's the primary thing that doesn't happen, although I don't stop that from happening. If somebody comes in and they're a big fish, I'm still going to talk to them. But what's interesting is when you got the processes in place and your company can run when you're really not there, and, and Chris, we could dive into more detail if you need to, but let's just assume what you try to do is set up a system and a process so that when you're not uh, standing over yep. the, the reins, that it actually happens without you, right? Yep. Um, and so what's interesting is when you're not there, what happens, right? Does it actually work without you? And, and, and can I tell you a quick story from this summer, if you don't mind? Sure, Absolutely. So, so I have to tell you a quick story. By the way, I did do a TED Talk, and, and part of the TED Talk was we do business with those we know, like, and trust. And part of trust is, is always being the type of person where you have integrity and authenticity and show vulnerability. So I want to show vulnerability. Um, so during the summer, um, what we have is a, where we're spending all of our energy now, uh, most of our energy, is helping people ghostwrite their book. So I'll do the two-hour interview, and then I have a team that has gone through the AHA That Writing School. We pick the appropriate writer, and they write the book. So in essence, there are three types of people we work with, or how about we say there are three types of people in the world. People who process information visually, people who process information kinesthetically, and people who process information orally. And one of the things that happened over the summer is we ended up having a couple people who were authors going through the system when I was in Edinburgh that process information orally. And what I hadn't really realized, because when I was around, when we had an author who said, hey, I don't understand, we, we use an online tool uh, called Basecamp for project management. And when an author would say, oh, I don't understand what's going on, what's the next step, where do I go? Right. Um, what would ultimately happen is, is one of my project managers would say, hey, Mitchell, can you call this author? Uh, because they want to know where the next steps are. And, uh, and, you know, so I'd give the author a call and I, we would deal with the information. Well, what happened over, you know, when I was in Edinburgh, I, it wasn't really, I didn't really want to call my authors while I was on in Edinburgh. And, and all of a sudden we had two or three authors who were all based people who 
didn't quite get it, and, and we didn't really have anyone to solve the problem because in terms of one-to-one calls, my team is great online, but I don't have a good caller in place besides me. And so my system broke. And, and when I realized, and I looked at the authors that weren't working, there were the people who processed information orally, i.e. there were people who didn't feel as comfortable using an online project management tool as the others. And so one of the things that happened, and I did this actually while I was in Edinburgh, I was like, I hired uh, somebody who is good at doing the human touch point. And for people who are interested in having a human talk to them, i.e. people who come in the door who are more oral in terms of how they process information, we now will give them a, their own special person to talk to. I call her the author whisperer. And, and she ends up um, talking and interacting with. And so what we ended up doing is uh, we increased the prices of what we do so I could afford to pay her. And then for those that want to use the online uh, project management tool, we give them a discount. And so it was, uh, I'm just happy it was, it was two or three authors and not 20 to 30 because uh, that would have been a real mess. <laughs> but, oh, absolutely. But I think that's what happens when you go away is you, you get a chance to see what breaks and, and you get a chance to look at the big picture to see how to fix it. And that makes sense. And like you said, you know, people, it's just like with like communication. I mean, what you're basically talking, people perceive things in a different way. You can't assume that one person's going to perceive it like the other person. So in this case, orally means that someone physically has to then communicate that information to that author. Right. And that takes time. That's a person. Now you're paying for their time. So, yeah, it's more expensive. So it's one of those things that, uh, you know, you have to look at not only internally, but also how that how that applies to the client. You know, is the client OK with that? You know, and those are some of the things exactly. that. Yeah. So it's uh, it, it's one of those things, I guess, you got to cover your basis, you know, because, you know, not every situation is going to be <laughs> cookie cutter. You know, <laughs> we, we get, exactly. You got to figure out what you're. What you're, I mean, at the end of the day, if you're in business, you got to figure out how your customers are going to be happy. And, yeah. and uh, if your customers are not going to be happy with the system you have in place, that's okay. You fix the system. And if it costs you more money to fix the system, then you raise the price to deal with it. I mean, it's, just, it, it's really, at the end of the day, it's block and tackle. And just to, I'll just finalize. It, it, if... If you're a visual person or you're a kinesthetic person, you could send a project management tool that said, here are the five steps of the process. And it's, it's on a piece of paper or, and it's listed here are the five steps. It shows you, hey, I'm, I'm on step two, next is step three. If you're an oral person and that comes over a project management tool, you're, you want somebody to tell you what's next. You, you, they get lost in the technology. And, and I'm not trying to belittle anyone. It's just simply it's not easy for them to process what the big picture is, where things sit, what goes next. They want the comfort level of somebody saying, okay, here's where you are at the process. Here's what we do next. I like what you're doing so far. And this is what we need to do to get to the next step. It's just a different way to interact. And, and uh, yeah, I was falling to pray, Chris. I was, I was thinking, hey, one size fits all. And, and I kind of realized that I needed to fix that. Yeah. And I think that, again, that's just the evolution of, a, of the entrepreneur and in business, you know, it, that they're going to have to be things that are going to have to be modified along the way. It's all part of that process. And 
systems change. And so, it, you know, it's just a matter of in these situations that, thank God, it wasn't, like you said, you know, majority of your clients, it was, you know, just a few. And so it was able to be addressed. And, you know, in this terms, you know, it was a little bit more expensive, but hey, you got to do what you have to do in order to satisfy the customer. So it def- definitely makes sense. And so in terms of like that, I mean, that's a great, a great thing that you just talked about because, you know, and the beauty about being an entrepreneur is that, that you have that ability, you know, to, with technology to kind of, you know, look at this stuff. So you don't necessarily always have to be present. You know, you could be somewhere else. Uh, depending upon the situation, of course. So, you know, I want to definitely get into more of the book process when we come from the break. So I wanted just to finish out the next couple of minutes of, till our break, uh, Mitchell, you know, in terms of, you know, some other things that entrepreneurs can really look at when they look at, you know, the process of systemizing things and breaking things down so they can, again, you know, you know, spend their time doing other things, whether if they're growing another division of their business or, you know, gaining more of their time back for themselves. So, so, so I'm we, have about, we have about, a, we have about a minute. So we, we, could, we could cut it to a minute. So just something ba- too, straight oh, to the point would be fine. So I have a controversial yep. statement. Here it is. There are so many people in the world who they want to charge you a lot of money to create an online funnel for you. And that online funnel is going to generate a whole lot of money for you. And let me say, until you have a manual funnel, funnel, until you can manually know what you need to do and how to do it and how that works to generate business, you can't spend money automating uh, and basically wish and fish and hope, right? So anything you do in life, do it manually first. See that it works. Once it works, then you could spend energy automating it. And that's really the, the trick to businesses. Make sure you're satisfying a customer's issue. Do it yourself. Do it manually. Make it happen, and then automate. Nah, I love that idea. I really do, and I and that's something that really sits well with me personally because something that I've done. Because you're right, you know. Sometimes you see people, you know, automatically looking at these tools right from the start, and you know, if you haven't proven that this works, you know, the other way around manually, then you know, having something systemized is not gonna make it better. You know, you have to make sure that it works before you can then look about how you can systemize it and make it more automated wherever you can. So those are some really great tips. So again, anybody that's an entrepreneur has their own business, uh, you know, feel free, you know, again, you can uh, hear this again, what Mitchell is talking about on the on-demand version uh, once available later today. Uh, again, this is some really key information. Again, uh, you're listening to the Sustainable Success Radio Show. Uh, we're going to be going to break, but we'll be right back. What is balance? It's being true to your purpose and not being distracted by shiny objects, surrounding yourself with family and loved ones, nurturing your spirituality, maintaining a healthy balance of emotional and physical wellness, and being present in the moment. Chris Salem creates awareness about unblocking mindset barriers for sales professionals, business leaders, entrepreneurs, and all types of people to have sustainable success at the next level. The solution evolves out of the problem or challenge. 
The issue is that many people and businesses manage the effect but do not address the root cause. You now have an opportunity to live your life and operate your business in the solution rather than the effect of your challenges. Schedule a time to chat about your goals and the person you desire to be by going to ChristopherSalem.com. We have group consulting calls, one-on-one, and other programs to assist you. It will be the best thing you do for yourself to see how sustainable success is possible for you in your life and business. Join us at the next level. Visit ChristopherSalem.com. What is balance? It's being true to your purpose and not being distracted by shiny objects. Surrounding yourself with family and loved ones. Nurturing your spirituality. Maintaining a healthy balance of emotional and physical wellness. And being present in the moment. Chris Salem creates awareness about eliminating limited beliefs or unblocking mindset barriers for entrepreneurs, sales professionals, business leaders, and professional athletes to have sustainable success at the next level. The solution evolves out of resolving the root cause to the problem. The issue is that many people and businesses manage the problem but do not address the root cause to it. You now have the opportunity to live your life and operate your business in the solution rather than the effect of your challenges. Schedule a time to chat about your goals and the person you desire to be by going to ChristopherSalem.com. We have group consultation calls, one-on-one, and other programs to assist you. It will be the best thing you do for yourself to see how sustainable success is possible for you in your life and business. Join us at the next level. Visit ChristopherSalem.com. This is the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired. You are listening to Sustainable Success with Chris Salem. Call into our program today at 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to Chris at ChristopherSalem.com. Now... Back to Sustainable Success. Well, welcome back. If you're just joining us, uh, we're here with Mitchell Levy. He's known as the AHA guy. That's A-H-A, if you didn't know what that what I meant, the AHA guy. So again, how to be a successful entrepreneur and an author. So we had some really great tips on how to really allow the uh, business uh, to, uh, you know, not allow the business to run you, but, you know, allowing the business to run itself and systemizing things where applicable, but yet always making sure you test it manually to make sure things work because, you know, sometimes things can be different for different customers. So that being said, as everybody knows that here on Sustainable Success, we're all about creating an influence, you know, and influence means that you are putting out information that resonates with you as a go-to expert that allows people to draw their own conclusions of how that can impact their lives. So that's that's a key to a master influencer. What's great about you know people that are in their chosen fields is that if let's say if I'm an insurance broker, what makes me stand out as the go-to expert when there's a gazillion insurance brokers in, in any given 60-mile radius? Well, again, you have to have something that's going to make you stand out as the influencer. And that's what we're all about here at Sustainable Success, right? Well, Mitchell has the easy button for that type of situation. So we're going to talk about that. So Mitchell, let's talk about, you know, an entrepreneur, a, maybe a person that's an expert in their chosen field, you know, looking to become an influencer. Let's talk about how that can happen and make them stand out. So, so that when, when we do business with other people, 
we want to do business with those that we know, like, and trust. The no part is really the, the influencer component. And, 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 you know, there's a couple of ways to be seen as the influencer, to be seen as the expert, right? We could spend a couple years of our life. We could spend a couple hundred thousand. We get a PhD. And then, of course, people think, hey, that must be an expert. They have a PhD. Or we create a show like uh, your show, Chris, and get a large yep. following, and then people sort of ex- think of us as experts. Or, and this is since the Gutenberg Press, since the Bible, we could write a book. Now, here's what's interesting. In the old days, in my publishing model, we've published over 800 books. My publishing model from 2005 to 2017 was based upon the fact that I was looking with the do-it-yourself model. I was looking for authors to write their own books. And, and I had a, a real amazing aha moment. And that was between 2016 and 2017. At the end of 2016, I did a Kickstarter. And out of that Kickstarter, 20 people paid us that when they wrote their aha books, we'd publish it. And we have a, we have a three-step process. People could actually write their books in eight hours or less. And at the end of 2017, I, I did two things amazing. I did the, I did the, TED Talk, and that, was, that really got me thinking about the world in a new way. But also, I looked at the numbers. And of the 20 people who paid us that when they wrote their books, we'd publish it, one year later, only three of them wrote their books. And, and that was, so let me say it, Chris, let me say it in a different way. 17 people couldn't find eight hours to do something that they paid for that would be beneficial for them. And that, was, that, was, that actually was a wake-up call for me. So the question is, hey, Mitchell, are you doing something wrong? Or is all these other people uh, just can't find the time to help themselves? And what I thought to myself is, it must be me. I'm doing something wrong. So starting in 2018, we now have, we basically press the easy button. And the easy button is simple. If you want a book, if you want to be the expert, you want to be seen as the influencer in your space and have that book in hand, what can happen is I will do that two-hour interview. I'll pull the genius from your head. And basically, we do it at the moment. We do it on telephone. We use free conference call, and we just store that content because I want a robust conversation where you're really pulling the best. And what you're talking about is your CPOP, your customer's point of pain. So we'll spend two hours talking about your customer's point of pain and how you solve it. I then have a team of people that have gone through the AHA That Writing School will pick the appropriate writer, and they will write your book, and we'll publish it in hardcover, paperback, Kindle, PDF, and AHA That format. On the AHA That format side, we have 750,000 users who will be sharing your content socially. And we have uh, an Amazon best-selling campaign. So here's the easy button. We will uh, basically spend two hours on the interview. You'll probably spend another three to maybe eight hours doing a review. So over a two to three month period, you're going to spend 10 hours of your time. And you'll end up as an Amazon best-selling author with a hardcover and a paperback and a Kindle and a PDF book and also book content in the AHA That platform, that's the easy button. You can now hold up your book. You can now send your books. Now, here's the other thing to think about, Chris. It's not about how many books sell and how amazing you become, right? Because books are selling. We do write nice royalty checks. 
What it's really about is how many of your prospects you can take your book and put in their hands. And, and mm. influence is about making sure people recognize you as the expert. Once they get to know you, then it's your job to do the like and trust part and continue to build that relationship and be able to close more business. Does that make sense? Makes sense. Absolutely. You know, it's, it's kind of like a, we had a show a couple weeks ago, you know, the, you know, a book, like a book can be like the new business, like it's like the new business card in a way. And, and, but in this case, it goes beyond that. It really, again, establishes you as that go-to person in your field. Yeah. I mean, and now that I realize this, okay. So now that my audience is the done for you audience, what I realize is, well, what else can I do? For, uh, for the audience. So we're about to kick off something called AHA That Radio. Uh, there, what we're going to do is have the authors read their books. And then what we'll do is we'll take the book, and, and I don't know if you knew this. I certainly didn't. There are 23 locations or 22 locations in addition to Audible that sell audiobooks. So we're going to take the audiobook that's read by the author and either myself or my partner uh, in this business will, will help the author read their book. Uh, we'll distribute it to the 23 places where books are sold, but we'll also have a ahathatradio.com. It'll be a radio station where the, audio, the aha messages will stream 24 hours a day. So that'll be kind of fun. Um, I'm also experimenting with, so it's not available for public release yet, um, opportunities where now you could take your your uh, your new book, the new thing that says you're an expert in a space that satisfies the problems that your customers have and will generate both leads for you and calendar appointments for you. Because right? to me, when I, when I look at it, the point of pain, my customer's point of pain is not necessarily a book, right? People don't just want a book. You want a book because you want to be the influencer and close more business. So I'm working with different partners to try to really satisfy the point of pain that my customers have. So I can really deliver a service that is very easy to demonstrate the, the metrics that are associated with saying, hey, this was a good investment of my time and money. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. And so, like, I mean, I think a lot of times, like, when people think about a book, like you just talked about, like, they think, oh, my God, I got to write this book. When am I going to find the time? And, you know, it's like now they're thinking, like, whoa, I mean, I got there's resources out there. You know, I've heard of ghost writing and, you know, that I'm sure some people have heard of that. But yet that, that this process could even be broken down further. What you talked about, that it, it it's not as complex as you stated it is. And. So no, so no, what? no, no, you're, you're, oh, I'm sorry. You had a question. Sorry. No, no, go ahead. No, go ahead. Oh, I, uh, the, here's what's interesting. Um, I agree. So in the old world, we would use books for education. We would use books for teaching. We would use books to sort of have a cathartic exercise and share our thoughts of our life history and all that stuff. And, and I just want to say what Bob Newhart said on his most famous show, uh, which was basically stop it. Stop thinking that way. Uh, if you want to train and educate somebody, create an online course. If you want to show that you're an expert in your space, uh, write a book whose title is the pain point you satisfy for your client. And what happens is in, in what we do in our books, 
it is not 25,000 words. We don't, we don't, you know, we're not listening to your interview and transcribing your interview and publishing your contact. Many, many people do that. And honestly, I just don't feel that that content is valuable. Some people do it. Some people like it. You have to be a certain type of person. Tell you what we do is we listen to the content. We pull the gems. What I'm doing in the interview is I'm pulling your gems out. And so our books are comprised of 140 bite-sized quotes, we call them aha messages, and seven blog posts. So let me give you an example of an, of an aha post. And we did a book that's associated with the TED Talk. And the book in the TED Talk is called Being Seen and Being Heard as a Thought Leader. And Chris, I interviewed three people who are part of the Evolutionary Business Council. You know, I, I also interviewed uh, Robert Clancy, uh, Swami, and Teresa, Teresa de Gobra, um, to be part of this book. And so I have four people, in addition to myself, who are part of my book. The, third, the fourth person is a guy who runs Thought Leadership for Cisco, uh, Aaron Levy. And so what's interesting is I want to give you a quote of an aha message. And so what I do a lot is I help thought leaders be seen. I help thought leaders be heard. So, hey, that's the title of my book, right? Because that's the pain point influence our influencers have or, or want to be influencers have is how do I be seen? How do I be heard? So, A, I have a TED Talk. I have a book that says that. And then in my book, I have 140 aha messages. Let me read you aha message number four which is from Robert Clancy. And Robert's got a half million followers on Facebook. And so you got a feeling what, a, what an aha message is. And basically, by the way, when you read a 25,000-word book, if you actually spend your time doing that, most people don't, um, what you're looking for is one, two, or three aha messages. Essentially, my books have 140, so you just pick two or three that you like. So let me read aha number four from Robert. And what it says is, Good thought leaders are at the top of the mountain. Great thought leaders are at the bottom of the mountain helping others climb up. That's kind of powerful, don't you think? Yeah, absolutely. So if you don't know anything about thought leadership, you don't know anything about Mitchell Levy or Robert Clancy, you sort of say, well, that's interesting. So am I a good thought leader? Am I a bad Am I a bad thought leader? Am I a great thought leader? What am I doing today to help other people climb up the mountain? What am I doing tomorrow? What plans do I have in place to help people do that? And if you could say something in seven seconds that encourages somebody to think about the world in a different way, I'd call that an aha message. And so that's what our books are composed of. They, they've got, they're comprised of 140 of those. Any one of those could be the thing that attracts that next client. And so now exactly. you're coming so, up so, with small sound bites to, ca let me to capture people's attention. Yeah, I mean, it was interesting what you said. So, like, you know, when you're looking at that aha moment, because that's every entrepreneur wants that aha moment, or if they had one and they want another one, you know, that could change it, that could pivot, make a pivot and change their business to go where they want it to go. It sounds like that aha moment, like, yeah, it's it's simple straight to the point, but it's, it's just highly impactful. Would that be safe to say what I'm hearing? Beautiful. Absolutely. Yes. Okay. So that makes sense. And it's something easy that can, you know, they can, that resonates without having to pick that out of, you know, a chapter or four or five paragraphs, so to speak. 
think about it. So one way to think about this is what if somebody took the best of your brain on what you do to satisfy your customers and created 140 Instagram posts mm-hmm. or 140 Pinterest images with, with the right, that cool phrase. You, you do this a lot, Chris. You, yep. You've got this post amazing a lot. quote yep. from an outside thought leader. So you pull together 140 of those, but if they all have, if they all come from Chris Salem and they satisfy what, what's appropriate for your customer base, guess what? You have an aha book. You also happen to have a lot of social media content to share as well. Absolutely. I mean, that stuff that, again, it's repurposed content, right? It's your, your content. <laughs> and, and, you can, and it's yeah, great to and, promote the book as, as, you know, you know, this is from yeah, so, the book. Yes. Yeah. And we have, so at, at the platform, ahavat.com, we have 45,000 aha messages. And those are available for you to share today. And a platform is free to use, free to share. So anyone who's looking for good content to share, you can go to ahavat.com and you can share stuff today for free. And it's great, compelling content. Every piece of content gives attribution back to the author. So when you're sharing content, you know, you're, you're sort of looking like and acting a little bit more like Chris Kringle on Miracle of 34th Street. You're sharing other people's content, even if it's your competitors. And, and they get notified, right, because we're either pointing to their Twitter handle or pointing to their LinkedIn profile. But what happens is your audience is recognizing that you've got a good view of the world, that you know who your competitors are, you know who, who are seeing good things, you're presenting content. And it's not all about you. It's about them, right? Because if you start presenting content from other people, what your audience thinks about is that you care more about them than you care about yourself. Mm-hmm. And that's really helpful on the trust perspective of the no like, and trust. That's true. I mean, it, it's absolutely true. And I think, again, because that's where they can resonate with, that, with those other people. And uh, so that makes sense. So if, you, you know, if, if somehow that you are the go-to person that could help them, you know, that perhaps you can also help me. And that's the message they get. And it's straightforward. <laughs> so I like you. We got about less than about, we got about 40 seconds to the break, uh, uh, Mitchell. Let's just summarize real quick what we just talked about for, even if we, perhaps if anybody that's just joining us just now, summarize what we just talked about in 30 seconds. So if you want to press the easy button and have a book, that can demonstrate to your audience, your prospects, your customers, that you are the expert to help satisfy their issues, we can press the easy button. Reach out to us at ahadat.com slash author or however you like to reach out. And we will essentially interview you for two hours, ghostwrite your book, make you an Amazon bestselling author. Mm, Beautiful. Well, again, you're hearing it right from the AHA guy, Mitchell Levy. Uh, We'll be right back. You're listening to Sustainable Success, and we'll be right back after the break. What is balance? It's being true to your purpose and not being distracted by shiny objects. Surrounding yourself with family and loved ones. Nurturing your spirituality. Maintaining a healthy balance of emotional and physical wellness. And being present in the moment. Chris Salem creates awareness about eliminating limited beliefs or unblocking mindset barriers for entrepreneurs, sales professionals, business leaders, and professional athletes to have sustainable success at the next level. The solution evolves out of resolving the root cause to the problem. 
The issue is that many people and businesses manage the problem but do not address the root cause to it. You now have the opportunity to live your life and operate your business in the solution rather than the effect of your challenges. Schedule a time to chat about your goals and the person you desire to be by going to ChristopherSalem.com. We have group consultation calls, one-on-one, and other programs to assist you. It will be the best thing you do for yourself to see how sustainable success is possible for you in your life and business. Join us at the next level. Visit ChristopherSalem.com. What is balance? It's being true to your purpose and not being distracted by shiny objects, surrounding yourself with family and loved ones, nurturing your spirituality, maintaining healthy balance of emotional and physical wellness, and being present in the moment. Chris Salem creates awareness about unblocking mindset barriers for sales professionals, business leaders, entrepreneurs, and all types of people to have sustainable success at the next level. The solution evolves out of the problem or challenge. The issue is that many people and businesses manage the effect but do not address the root cause. You now have an opportunity to live your life and operate your business in the solution rather than the effect of your challenges. Schedule a time to chat about your goals and the person you desire to be by going to ChristopherSalem.com. We have group consulting calls, one-on-one, and other programs to assist you. It will be the best thing you do for yourself to see how sustainable success is possible for you in your life and business. Join us at the next level. Visit ChristopherSalem.com. Change starts here. Change starts now. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. You are listening to Sustainable Success with Chris Salem. Call into our program today at 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to Chris at ChristopherSalem.com. Now, back to Sustainable Success. Well, welcome back. If you're just joining us again, we're here with uh, Mitchell Levy, the AHA guy. Again, we're talking how to be a successful entrepreneur and author. And we were talking about, again, you know, an easy way, an easy process to really, you know, put out a book, but not just any book that is going to help your audience, help them solve a a problem. Either you're helping them solve their problem or showing them how to solve their own problems. And we talked about the process to go about doing that. But what I'd like to talk about here, Mitchell, is, you know, maybe using an example or two of someone that it would be, you know, considered an expert in their field and really looking for that edge and what you did with them to kind of really bring that to life and help their content and what they do help solve a problem for people. Oh, absolutely. We'd love to. And when I want to remind people, I started using this, this term called CPOP. And it's something for you to think about yourself and it's customer's point of pain. So what is your what is your customer's point of pain? What is the, what is the issue when you when they pay you to do something? What what are you solving for them? What is their CPOP? So I was on the phone with a guy by the name of Joseph Ranseth. Joseph runs a conference once a year, and I happened to be on the phone with him four weeks and two days before his event. And uh, and you know Joseph because yes. He's a guy who ran the last conference we, we were hanging out with. And, yep. and Joseph said to me, hey, Mitchell, man, I wish we were talking uh, months ahead of time. Because I'd love everyone at the event to have a copy of my book. 
And I, and I sort of, we were on the, I think we were on the archaic means of a telephone versus a Skype or, or a Zoom. And I said, Joseph, I think we could actually pull this off. So four weeks and two days after we started talking, 150 copies of Joseph's book, Color on the Inside, 140 aha messages, seven blog posts were handed out to everyone in the audience. I and what was fascinating that. is not only did Joseph talk about the book from the stage, but Teresa de Gobra was teaching everyone how to do an Amazon bestseller campaign. And it became an Amazon best-selling book in nine countries. That was pretty powerful. That was powerful. And, I remember that just, day. You know, we were seeing it live. But, we were watching it live. I remember that. Oh, yeah. And you were the cool part. You were in the audience there. So, yeah. And the book is called Go Ahead, Start a Movement. And that is what Joseph focuses on is helping, helping his customers start a movement. Um, there's a, uh, God, there's so many to choose from. There's a guy by the name of Ken Groey. Ken is the president of Sign Now. Sign Now is an electronic signature company. I was talking to him six weeks before his company was exhibiting at a event. And uh, they, were, they were exhibiting at an event called uh, Net, Net Suite or NetWorld, which is uh, NetSuite's conference. They were in Vegas. There were going to be, I think, 8,000 people at the event. And he, uh, I think he was speaking, but also had an exhibitor, exhibitor space. And, and I said, Ken, you know, you could be a Amazon best-selling author, and we could use that book to drive more business. And he goes, and we're six weeks out. He goes, really? I go, yeah, yeah, we could pull this off. So I did the interview with him. And one of the things I said to him before we did the interview and we were looking at the title is, Ken, who are going to stop? Who are the people when they stop into your exhibit booth? What are they looking for? Why do they come to Sweet World in the first place? And what he said to me is, well, they want to figure out how to use the NetSuite product. They want to figure out how to use mobile better. And they want to figure out how to make more money. And I go, Ken, I got the title of your book. And so the title for his book is Leveraging NetSuite and Your Mobile Device to Make More Money. So we Boom. introduced the book, paperback hardcover, became an Amazon best-selling book. It was available at the, the trade show. And I have a video testimonial for him. Typically, as a SaaS company, you don't really have thought leadership, right? It's a software-based company. It's, there is, they, they, there's some thought leadership, but there's nothing physical, nothing tangible. And so we now have a book. And what Ken said, his ASP, typically when a client stops by and signs up for the service or gets excited about the service, brings it back to corporate, his ASP at that type of event was typically $40,000. So annually, they would make $40,000. So I got a video testimonial from him saying that they increased their ASP from $40,000 to $150,000. Wow. That's a huge increase. I mean, that's, and, uh, and that's almost four that, times, yeah, it's almost four times the, what it was. And, and so here's why, I'll just tell you, with, with a, imagine that, you know, for a company, the person at the conference, they're not the decision maker, they're the influencer. Now the influencer or the, the person who's really interested, the advocate, walk back to the company with a signed autographed copy from the CEO of a book, and they then go to the person who makes the final decision, here's why we need to use this product, right? Huge, absolutely huge. Uh, let's see, what's next? Um, Marshall Goldsmith. Marshall Goldsmith's one of the top CEO coaches in the world. Um, I have an author by the name of Sal Sylvester. We published two books for Sal 
one day I said to Sal, hey, listen, how would you like to uh, co-author a book with Marshall Goldsmith? He just about dropped. I said, well, let me I'll just broker the deal. So I just uh, I, I talked to Marshall and said how much I liked Sal, that Sal was going to do the primary set of writing. I was going to make sure that the content was good and compelling. And now we have a book that also became an Amazon bestseller. It's called Stakeholder-Centered Coaching, and it's authored by both Marshall Goldsmith and Sal Sylvester. So one way to, to establish influence is to, to be associated with the number one influencer in your space. And Sal did most of the legwork and now benefits from being continually associated with Marshall Goldsmith. And so that's a book called Stakeholder. And all these books are available you just Google the name and, and they're available on uh, basically anywhere where books are sold. One of the real benefits there is stakeholder center coaching is also Marshall Goldsmith's primary program that he's doing right now to, to train coaches on how to be better coaches. So it's an ongoing thing that will bring benefits to both Marshall and Sal for years, years to come. So that's actually really beautiful. Um, do I have time for one more story? Or no, two more yeah, stories? you got time. Absolutely. Plenty of Beautiful. time. Beautiful. So a guy, <laughs> a guy by the name of Josh Jones came to me it's just about a year ago now, um, and he had written a book. He had written 70,000 words, and uh, the book was called 300K at 26. So you just think about that, at 26 years old, making 300,000. And... Uh, and what was really interesting is, you know, at 26 years old in today's world, when you write a blog post, half of the stuff in your blog post you borrow from the Internet. And that's absolutely okay for a blog post. But when you write a book that's 70,000 words and 35,000 are borrowed from the Internet, any respectable publisher would say that's really not okay. So uh, I said to Josh, listen, what is your real goal? What is it that you want to, to satisfy? What do you want to be known for? Josh Jones wants to be known as the thought leader that helps the world understand that door-to-door sales is not an ugly profession. Right? At uh, 26, he was making 200 k Today, he makes significantly more than that. His parents, his family have all gone into doctors, lawyers, you know, the, the more traditional work. Think about this. He doesn't have all the college bills that they have. He's making more money in some cases than his other family makers, family members without that. And so what I said to Josh is, hey, listen, why don't we create an online program? So we have a weekly show called Grow Your 1099, where we're talking to other people who are in the profession. And I've learned so much about door-to-door sales. It's pretty phenomenal. But we also just released a book. We haven't done the Amazon uh, campaign. I think we're doing that in the next week or two. Um, and the book is called Don't Knock It Till You Knock It. That's a great title. Don't Knock yeah, It Till You Knock It. Absolutely. And the primary focus of that book is, hey, if, you, you're, if you're in door-to-door sales, it's really not a bad place to live your life. It is the ultimate entrepreneurial experience. And so that is a step, uh, step two or three in the road that I have to helping Josh be that, that thought leader, that recognized influencer uh, in that space. Um, wow. we, and by the way, that's a fun one. Uh, you may want to uh, bug me offline. I'll send you a copy of that one. That's no, absolutely. Cool one. So it's don't knock it till you knock it. 
and we do the, have uh, we, we, we have we, we have about four minutes till the close of the show. If you got one more or you want to share, feel free. I think these are great uh, that that people out there listening can resonate, knowing that if they're an entrepreneur, they they work for a company, doesn't matter. It does not matter. So I'll, I'll tell you, I'll, t- I'll give you two at the same time. Uh, one that's not published. The other, actually, both are. One is about to be published uh, in the next day or two, and one it won't be published for about a month or so. A guy by the name of Eddie Turner wrote a book, 140 Simple Messages to Guide Emerging Leaders. So he basically is a uh, strategic coach helping leaders figure out, actually newly, newly minted leaders, be better at what they do. And he was speaking... A guy by the name of Bill Wallace, who's in, uh, who's in Dallas, runs a group called North Success Dallas. Yep. And uh, I did the interview with, uh, so we did, uh, Eddie actually wrote his book. We just supported him. And with Bill Wallace, uh, we helped him with his book. And Eddie is a phenomenal servant leader in terms of helping people support. So so we have a book called 140 Messages to Guide Emerging Leaders. He's, he, is, he has so many people lined up to purchase his book, so he knows how to get his brand out with a book. Uh, Bill Wallace, I'll just have to say, is one of the most amazing humans on this planet. Uh, that interview we had was all about, not about Bill. It was all about the people. He's been running an organization for 30 years. It's about all about the organization. Uh, my, my person who actually helped work on that book fell in love with Bill because anytime I'd ask Bill a question, he wouldn't answer it from himself. He'd answer it from somebody else's perspective. And it was just, uh, he's just a beautiful human. So I, towards the end of the year, we'll be releasing Bill's book. And I, I believe it'll be one of our best books ever in terms of what is servant leadership and how you can be successful at helping the world be a better place um, through, through essentially helping others. And all of these things, all of these books within them had these quintessential aha moments. And even though there are 140, there's always going to be three or four or five that the author thinks are, are just core pieces of their messages. And they're going to share those on a continual basis. And I have to tell you, when you stand in front of a group of people, or even if, if that group is a group of one, and you actually say, hey, for my book, and then you share your aha message, the person who's listening is going to say, oh, my God. And that's what we're looking for. We're looking for that expert who you now recognize an expert because they have an Amazon best-selling book, and they're quoting from their book. And you know what? It's easy to quote from a book that's com- comprised of a series of books that resonate with you. No, absolutely. We just got about a minute here, uh, less than a minute, uh, Mitchell. I just want to let people know where – they can find you. And again, I can't thank you enough for these, these, these words of wisdom and these nuggets that you've been dropping up throughout the hour for our audience. Where can people find you again? I know you mentioned it before, but let's do it again so people know where exactly oh, we're to locate you. Absolutely. So uh, if you want to share good, compelling content, go to ahathat.com, A-H-A-T-H-A-T.com. If you want to learn a little, little bit more about our writing process, go to ahathat.com slash author. And if you want to connect to me, just Google Mitchell Levy and connect to me on the social media platform that you want to talk to me on. So if it's uh, LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, Google Plus, Pinterest, Snap, uh, Instagram, just connect on the platform that's appropriate. Uh, feel free to take a look at my TED Talk. So just Google Mitchell Levy TED Talk. 
And uh, I'm excited to talk to you and help you be the success that you want to be. Mitchell, I cannot thank you enough. There was some great information here today. Again, this is this is a great opportunity for people that want to be the go-to person uh, in their field. Again, you may be underestimating your abilities or that why would somebody want to read a book from me? Well, you heard it today, and that can happen, and it could change the way you do business, how to be a successful entrepreneur and an author. Again, we want to thank uh, Mitchell again. We want to thank you, audience, for joining each and every week. Every Thursday here, Sustainable Success will be back next Thursday at 12 noon East Coast time, 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. We're wishing you a, a prosperous rest of your week. Have a great weekend, and we'll see you next Thursday. Thank you for tuning in to Sustainable Success. Be sure to join Chris Salem and his guests every Thursday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time and 12 noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Have an incredible week.